Hey everyone, welcome back to a bonus episode of the Craft Parenting Podcast, the podcast about two Cincinnati craft beer lovers with a parenting problem. And this is 92.5. The Fox. <laughs> that is episode 92.5. According, the Fox. <laughs> according to my notes, at least. Yeah. So this is a, a podcast by I'm Joe, you're Caroline, and we talk about beer and parenting. Yep. Lately, lots of beer. Because the kids have let us do that, or our travels have let us do that. Because we just talked about Bachfest. That was a beer-related episode. I went on a work trip, which never happens, and was like, brewery. We took like t- three weeks off. <laughs> we did, because we moved and... We're still trying to get the house together and make it a home, but we're getting there slowly, but slowly. Sure. And a few weeks ago, we had talked about going up to Chillicothe for a day trip, and we stopped at Old Capital Brewing, and we got some crowlers, and we are going to finish off our crowlers that we got on, wow, that was January 28th. That felt like last weekend, but apparently that was a month and a half ago. Yeah, it was a bit ago. (laughs) Little bit. Hey everyone, Joe Ludwig here with the one and only Caroline. Hey! Before we get to the main topic of today's episode, we wanted to pause briefly and tell you about how you can support the show. So if you enjoy listening to the podcast and reading our blog posts every week, then you now have the opportunity to support the show through Buy Me A Coffee. Here's what you need to know. It's super easy to do. You don't have to set up an account to contribute. You have options. Send us a one-time donation or sign up as a member to contribute on a monthly or yearly basis. Plus, you can unlock exclusive content. To learn more about how you can support the Craft Parenting Podcast through Buy Me A Coffee, click the link in the show notes. And now, back to the show. So first, we are drinking Joe's favorite beer ever. We are drinking. Um, it is called Mannequin. It's a mango passion fruit goza. The ABV is four point eight, and we've did a whole bonus episode dedicated to Westside gozas, Westside Brewing gozas. Yep. Um, Goza, at its base, is a very uh, traditional German style. I don't know if it's traditional, but it's a German style. I think it's a Reinheitsgebot exception. It would have to be, um, because you add sea salt and coriander to it, or you're supposed to. Like I said, at its base, um, that's what it is. But um, the all the rage, I guess, the, the trend... And the modern craft beer movement is to flavor gozas, which it makes sense. I mean, gozas are typically not a winter beer. They are um, like a summer beer. Like, yeah. Cool, like refreshing, like but, to sip in the pool type, type but, beers. But we have had some very intense false spring days this winter. I recall sending the kids outside in sandals at least twice this year. No, I know. Um I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying um, that's why people tend to flavor them with fruit, Mm -hmm. such as passion fruit and mango. So uh, Goza's, um, uh, you can, um, some people call them like a gateway sour because it's not super sour, like a gateway sour beer. Mm -hmm. Um, It's something that isn't intolerable. 
as far as the sour goes. Yeah. Like the like I'm talking about like the base goes up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, just like the traditional German style, without any fruit. Um, it's easy easy drinking, typically lighter in alcohol. Mm-hmm. Very refreshing. Super refreshing and so delicious. I every time you take a sip of this, it is a new facial expression from you, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely different. Um, this is probably a little more flavorful than because of the mango and passion fruit. Mm-hmm. It has a little bit more to it, but not much. I would say it's fruity. It's not really tart or puckering to me. On the on the front end, it is for me, but on the back end, it kind of goes away. Yeah. Um, definitely. Um, it uh. It tickles, I guess, a different part of my palate that I'm not used to. Because mm-hmm. I, I do drink the dark, malty stuff. Yeah. I had a coworker today who said, who asked, because we have like little cubicle squares. And he is the only guy in his cubicle square of women. And he asked all of these women... Hey, have any of you guys been to this place called Third Eye Brewing before? It's in Sharonville. I'm going there tonight, and I don't know what to get. And I poke my head over the wall, and I'm like, <laughs> Third Eye? Ah, uh, Kelly's the brewer there. You're, there's all, there, Every beer is going to be good. He's like, well, these are the beers that I normally drink. And he lists off, like, name-specific Rheingeist beers. The only one of which I recognize is Truth, because we haven't drank a lot of Rheingeist beers lately. We need to go to Rheingeist. We need to go to Rheingeist again. But well, we could have gone to Rheingeist. Yeah. So he's so I'm like, well, like anything that Kelly brews is good. And I know he's got a few IPAs on the board, but like this time of year, like I'm gonna tell you like a Bach beer. Because it but it's like very dark and very heavy and probably not what you're looking for. Excuse me, based on the beers that you mentioned. And then all of the women were like Ugh, like dark, like a dark and heavy, like a Guinness. And I was like, Oh no, honey, a Guinness is light compared to a Bach beer. <laughs> <laughs> Cause the Bach beer is meant to get you through Lent when the monks weren't allowed to eat. It was literally liquid bread. She's like, Oh, okay. I guess that makes more sense. I still don't want it. <laughs> Guinness. Yeah. Guinness just looks dark. It's it drinks light though. Yeah. It drinks like water. It's um actually it's roasty water. Delicious water. It, it does have a But especially compared to Bach beer, it drinks like water. Yeah. Well, the, the Doppelbach. I need me some more Doppelbachs. You're specifically talking Doppelbach, to clarify. Yeah. Not like... Because Bach is a style. Like there's Shiner. Like, yeah. Because there's Bach. like... We did a whole podcast episode about it, but that was like a while ago. I'm going to get you the rest of this. This table is so long now. Yeah. Oh, man, there's still so much beer. Just leave the can down here because you're not going to drink any more of it. Uh-oh. Okay, we're good. I thought it was going to overflow, but no, it didn't. We're good. I knew it was. Um, so, yeah, the thing. So this is um, kind of cloudy. Mm-hmm. Uh, pale. And the carbonation is still holding up pretty good considering these were canned um, a month and a half ago. Oh yeah, uh, very, it tastes like they just poured it. Um, 
Gozas aren't hoppy usually. Which no. is just uh get back into that. Um they're not malty either. They're just kind of in the middle, I guess, but they can't be neither of those balanced. things and in the middle. Well, I mean <laughs> balance. That's the very balance. You don't really taste You the, mostly get the as the, you would say. A little bit of the yeah. Uh, so let's talk about this brewery because some people are like, Oat Capital Brewing, what, what, what is that? So from their What We Are page on their website, Old Capital Brewing is Chillicothe's first local brewery to open in nearly 70 years. When you walk through our door, know that you can expect good times and great beer. Whether you're sharing a pint with familiar faces and old friends or just popping in for some suds to go, you're always welcome and we look forward to seeing you. Escape the busyness the hustle and bustle for a while. Settle into our beautiful tap room and enjoy a beer made from the made from only the finest ingredients available and crafted right here on site in our brewery. We want to make sure you have a good time every time you stop by. So come on in and let us pour you one. That was the about us. Thing. Okay. So they opened I want to say 2 years ago. I thought they just had their third anniversary. Third year, yeah, third year anniversary. So, twenty twenty, right? That would be twenty twenty, yeah. Three years ago. One, two, three. Yep. For freshness, for freshness beer, consume within three to four days. Whoops. Well, sorry. Mm. Um, yeah, we've been trying to do this bonus episode for a while. That's kind of what we were saving it for. Mm-hmm. But um, do you want to talk about like the significance of their name? So capital. we have another podcast episode from a different time we went up to Chillicothe. Apparently we go to Chillicothe a lot. <laughs> Didn't realize that until I was getting ready to do stuff for this episode. Where we talk about how Chillicothe was the first and third capital of Ohio. It was never intended to be the true capital of Ohio because it wasn't like planned out well enough for that. So Chillicothe was the capital of Ohio and then it moved to Zanesville for like two years to make some political guy happy so he would do some things and they brought it back to Chillicothe, which is how you become the first and third at the same thing. And all while that was going on, Columbus was busy being built to be, or planned out and being built to be the true capital of Ohio. So Columbus is technically the fourth capital of Ohio, but it was like planned out to be the capital of Ohio. Fourth and worst capital. Oh. I would not disagree with that statement. Yeah, because they just celebrated their 30th anniversary not crazy long ago. I think it was January. I want to... S- no, it wasn't. It was February, I think. Early February. Because we then. barely missed it. Oh. Based on when we were there. Because we were there for their NBA Jam tournament. Yeah, so Old Capital Brewing. They're about three years old little over three years old at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, small. 
Yeah, it is a very small brewery. <clears throat> I would consider it like the size of Brink, maybe. Maybe even a little... Like the tap room itself. I'm not talking volume. Uh, no, the <clears throat> tap room's smaller than Brink. It's probably about half the size of Brink. Because it doesn't have all the little hidey holes that Brink has that you kind of forget about. Yeah, so it's right there on... It's not Main Street, but it's one of the main streets. Where it's on the, Paint Street. It's on Paint Street, then. Um, next to a bunch of shops. It has a lot of character. Like, all these buildings have a lot of character. Um, I, I said this in the Chillicothe episode, which is like two years at the, ago at this point. But um, a little, a year and a half ago. But, um, uh, Chillicothe kind of reminds me of a less touristy um, Gallenberg. Yeah. And kind of have the, I want to, they're not mountains, but they're kind of. Rolling hills. Rolling hills, yeah. Larger than any hill that you will see in Indiana. Yes. <laughs> or Southwest, or, um, yeah, Indiana. But, um, Yeah, it's, it's just, it has the the town has a lot of charm. The buildings are older. Yeah, their historic district is nice. Um, and you can literally walk and Dora from Old Capital Brewing to Fifty West Chillicothe. Yeah, because Fifty West has a brewery out there as well, and they are down the block. Yeah, <laughs> and they had a beer that I got when we were at Old Capital called Jenny from the Block, where they collaborated with Jenny from 50, the, the head brewer at 50 West in Chillicothe. Is she the head brewer or yeah. just a brewer? I think she's the head brewer in Chillicothe. Um, so they collaborated with her and because they're a block away. Ow, I hit a chair being dramatic with my hands. Watch the beer, though. I am watching the beer. That's <laughs> why I hit the chair. Um, so they called it Jenny from the Block. Because old school references plus actually Jenny from the block. And 50 West Chillicothe is one of two 50 West locations that will actually be located on US 50. This is true. Because I have feelings on them having locations that are not on 50. Yeah. But you do you. People want the beer. People will drink the beer. I guess. I thought they were going to try to do that on 50. <laughs> Yeah, they, 50 is literally down the street from our house. Yeah, they come on, open 50 up West. one down the street from our house. Westside definitely needs more breweries. Because Westside, Westside. Thank you, self. <laughs> Good job. That was a self five. So humble. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know which one opened first. I want to say Old Capital Brewing opened first because I don't think... 50 West Chillicothe has been open more than say, I want to say they opened in 2019. But Old Capital's description said the first craft brewery had opened. In 70 years. And now for something completely different. Just a little different. So 
So there's the press release from April 5th, 2019 about 50 West talking about opening up a space in Chillicothe. 2015? Sorry, 2019. So maybe they didn't open it. Oh, they didn't open until January 9th. 2020? 2021. Yeah, I think they announced it. I think you're right. They announced it and then they got delayed. Yeah. So, Old Capital Brewing still opened up first. That tracks. Yeah. So, um, because of COVID-19, they had to... Um, they being 50 West? Yeah. So, they decided to postpone. Because originally it was slated to open in May of 2020. Oh, Okay. Um, okay, so we have another beer. We do, and it is not a goza. A goza at all. Yeah, we uh, didn't really plan this out very well. <laughs> we just went with. Well, I think it's because we opened up the other beer that would probably go better with this for a different episode. It was the Dunkel. Yeah. Okay, so this is called Cream of the Crop. It is a stout. And it is uh, 7.2% ABV. This was also canned on January 28th. So we are slowly clearing out the beer fridge. Even though we just bought a bunch of beer. I mean... We're making progress, and while, yes, I did buy a case of Yingling and a case of Little Kings for Elliot's birthday party, and nobody drank the Yingling, the Yingling will get drunk throughout the summer, and it can just stay down there for a while. It'll be fine. That's Easter beer. Or it's Easter beer. Okay, I might need to have some of the stout as I finish up this goza, so I'm going to... I was going to steal some from your glass, or I can get another glass. Double fisting! While Joe is doing that. So, about the brewer, because who we are of Old Capital Brewing. It all started as a hobby during Seth's college days, and was revitalized when he received a homebrewing kit as a gift. After seeing Mayor Luke Feeney give a speech about the revitalization of downtown, Seth moved back to Chillicothe with the hopes of opening a brewery with his friends. This resulted in them spending countlessly long days tweaking recipes and stirring kettles to serve to their friends and family. They both felt a responsibility to give back to the community that raised them by sharing these moments they've been able to create for those close to them with the entire Chillicothe community. Seth is a science and test developer and the son of a local science teacher. Justin is a musician and self-professed computer nerd. The marriage of their technical prowess and artistic thinking has ultimately resulted in something really special that they're excited to share. I haven't met them, but... um... This is roasty. This is definitely not... It's gonna like totally kill my palate. I love it. Yeah, it seem I haven't met them, but they seem like cool dudes. They do seem passionate about um because we follow them on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Not them personally, but we follow Old Capital. Oh, this is yummy. Um Yeah, it's a very small brewery. Um mm-hmm. They usually have let me pull up their tap board because I know they posted it recently. 
Yeah, the tap board is uh, something that changes frequently. They have ten. They have ten taps, and usually at least six of those beers are theirs. Right now, I think eight of them are theirs. What does that mean? Well, so the other one is a tin cap raspberry cider. I don't think that they make cider there yet. So seven of the beer, so eight of, out of the nine things that they have on draft, eight of them are theirs. But like occasionally they'll have Jackie O's on draft. Yeah, so they put G on the tap when it's a guest tap. I didn't even know that. They had guest taps. Yeah. Wanting so when they want to round out their tap list, they'll grab a keg from somebody else and throw it on their board. That's that's cool. Yeah. Um, a lot of breweries, a lot of breweries don't do that. They just make their own. Or, um, yeah, I mean, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, I would drink Dracchio's there. <laughs> uh, so Chillicothe is about 45 minutes southeast of Columbus. Yes. And it's about halfway to Athens from Cincinnati. I think a little over halfway, but yes, it is on the way to Athens of the two main ways that you can take to get to Athens. Mm-hmm. You can take Route 5 from Cincinnati. You can take Route 50 or you can take Route 32. I think 50 is the one that people that more people take because there's less stops. Uh, when I went to tour Ohio University, we went um, 32. Yeah. I, but I, th- I think on the way back we took 50, though. It's weird. It's possible. That was back in the day before um, <laughs> GPS on the phone, so Google Maps didn't exist. Yeah, that was back in the days of MapQuest. Yeah. Where you'd have to print out your directions and then read them, and if you missed a turn, you were screwed. Fall 2007, because the iPhone was just getting released. Yeah, and I, even then it didn't really it didn't have like maps and stuff on it yet, did it? No, that took a while. Um, so this beer is, um, I need to stop flipping, flip-flopping between the two. (laughs) It's incredibly different. Um, so I'm kind of struggling with that, but, um, like you said, it's It's very very smooth. It's very roasty. Um, has a little bit of that, not bitter, like hoppy bitter, Mm -hmm. but like that, like chocolate bitter. Yeah, like a chocolatey, roasty bitter. Mm-hmm. Like on the back end, that it's pretty typical for a stout. Mm-hmm. Um, it is in color; it's as black as black can be. Um, it has a pretty good head retention, like even though. Um, we are letting this crowler sit. I mean, it's crowlers can last a long while if they're done right. Yeah, even though it was filled in late January. That's where I was going. Mm-hmm. I had a brain fart. But um, even though it was felt in late January, it still has a really good head retention. It's not flat at all. Nope. Um, and it's very yummy. And it's still on draft. So It's still out there? Yep. Okay. Um, all three of these beers are still on draft. Like all three of the beers that we got when we were there a month and a half ago are still on draft. Okay. As of two days ago. 
it's a cool brewery. I mean, it is. It has a lot of charm. Yeah, they've um, they've got like a little seating area. They've got some standard tables. They got some high tops. They have bar seating. A wood floor. Yep. And a wood brick. Mm-hmm. And the brewery is like in the back third ish of the space, but then you have to walk around the brewery to get to like the brew deck. The brew deck is like the last third ish of the space, and you yeah, have to walk right by the brewery, the brew deck, to get to the bathrooms. And they've got like old historic pictures on the way. It's it's definitely an older building. It's yes. uh, narrow and long mm-hmm. versus wide. So it's a narrow brewery and a nano brewery. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's technically a nano brewery, but I was making a joke. Um, I mean, as far as I know, they don't like distribute or package other than you getting a crowler to go. So I think Nano is a pretty safe bet for size. Okay. And the artwork, their logo is a old-fashioned, looks like a uh, a Capitol building. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like an old 1700s colonial area. I was gonna say era. I was gonna say church because it does have like a steeple, but that's just your bell tower, so you can like tell people you're doing stuff. I don't know. Churches have bell towers. They're usually taller, though. I I don't know why I raised my hands over my head and clapped like I was making a steeple, but that is the thing I did on this very visual medium that is a podcast that we do not yet record on video. No, I have to figure that one out. Yeah, I mean, so it's a it's a good space to go to. Um, the kids have enjoyed it the few times we've been there. They don't have food, so we bring in snacks for the kids to help keep them occupied. Um, uh, just from what I've been following, they have a ton of entertainment. Yeah, like, they have bands that come in. They had, I was really interested in this, and I was like, ah, can't get a sitter and go that far for the night. Um they had a fancy dinner. It was like a beer pairing meal. And I was like, ah, I need that in my life. I don't know if Moreline still does those. Does Moreline still do those? I want to go to one of those again. Because those were fun. Expensive. A little bit. I think um, the guy moved. He left Moreline. They still get in new chefs. And the new chefs can do the thing. I think they still do beer dinners. I don't know if I still get the emails though. Hmm. I don't know. You have to ask Candy. Yeah, so they had they had a beer dinner one night. There's a lot of different little like boutique shops that are within walking distance, so you can grab a Dora beer, go walk around, come back to get some crawlers. Or come back to get another Dora beer. There's Jakatengi Park, which is fun to walk through. Which is not in the Dora. Which is not, I was about to say, is not in the Dora, though. <laughs> so don't at me if you get arrested for drinking a beer in Yakatengi Park. I told you it's not part of the Dora. You got to drink your beer before you get into the park. And there are signs that say, this is where the Dora ends. Yeah, I guess the Dora is just for that street. No, it's just, it's mostly for the historic district. I think it goes all the way down to 
one or two of the coffee shops. I think they're included in it too. Uh, well, we've been to a couple of those coffee shops. Um, yeah. This would be fantastic with some coffee. It would be. So, um, if you're listening, if you're listening to this, collaborate with Paper City. Do it. I thought maybe they did do a collaboration, but it wasn't coffee based. I don't remember. I see so many social media posts by so many different brands. Yeah, I don't remember either. Maybe I'm making that up. That would be pretty cool. It would be coffee. I mean, it. it I don't. It doesn't need it. Um, I think it's good on its own. Yeah, but I mean, you could take a keg and do something to it. Call it like um. This is cream of the crop. I'm trying to think of how we can turn that into a coffee phrase. Are we doing the work for them? No, they have to do that part. (laughs) I'm just going to drink the delicious liquid that results from this awesome collaboration. Yes. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to say about the beer or old capital brewing? It's really yummy. The next time we're up in Chillicothe, because apparently we do that a lot, I'm going to get a few more crawlers to take home, regardless of the state of our beer fridge. Because (laughs) no matter what, our beer fridge is always full. So buy the beer. Enjoy the beer when you can. Don't judge me when I'm drinking it flat because I waited too long to drink it or out of season. At Elliot's birthday, um, my uncle was in the basement. You know, just kind of looking around at mm-hmm. the house and stuff. Um, he was very interested in the house um, because he lived up the street. Yeah, so it's same builder, same neighborhood. Different layout, though. Very different layout. I like our layout more. I do, yeah. Um, it's a lot more open. They had a formal dining room. We have a formal dining room, and they had a formal sitting space. Which we technically have as well. But, like, the way the rooms flow is a lot nicer. Yeah. At our, at our house. Yeah. There was a lot of wasted space because they had a narrow hallway. They, they had a larger kitchen, though. Poss- yes, they did have a larger kitchen. And they didn't have a bay window. They did not have a bay window. Like um, we do. I also don't think that they had a laundry room on the first floor, though. Their laundry room was on the second floor. Yeah. So our laundry room's on the first floor. So that could be kitchen space if it didn't exist. It could be, I guess. Yeah, but okay. Your um, uncle was in the basement. He was in the house. basement. And I said, um, there are little kings in the beer fridge. He's like, and that kind of piqued his interest. And he opened up the, the refrigerator and his eyes just went, whoa. <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's a beer fridge. Tis it is. Three days later. I don't know what that was. (laughs) (laughs) I married you. Yes, you married me. You sent me a uh, video. Yes. um, About ADHD. Uh Uh-huh. Can you elaborate about what it said? 
So, um, a problem with ADHD, which I have not never been formally diagnosed. I'm not entirely sure whether or not I have it, but this is a thing that I do. I will have a whole conversation, 75 to 90% of a conversation in my head with myself, no words spoken out loud. And then I will rope Joe into that conversation as if Joe has been in any part of that conversation. And Joe's like, wait, what? We're, we're going here this weekend? Oh yeah, we're going here so we can do this, that, the other thing. And on the way, we're going to do this. And on the way, and after that, we're going to do that. And then we're going to get home and we're going to like super plan out all this route. So we're going to optimize our time. What? When did we talk about this? Oh yeah, that was all in my head. <laughs> hey, Joe, I had an idea for what we could do this weekend. What do you think? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Never happens. Accurate. <laughs> Well, that does it for this week's bonus episode. You can like, follow, and subscribe to us on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And I did record a video of myself talking about stuff that freaks me out. The future. The future freaks me out. Um, I recorded a second episode. A snap. And it's all crinkly, and I don't think it, it'll, I don't think it works. You don't think it'll see the light of day? I don't think I can save it. Okay. So I have to re-record it, which is annoying because it was like a half hour. Well, we'll find the time. I was going to do it today, but it didn't work out. Um, but I, I am testing equipment out. I'm testing software out. I'm testing webcams out. I'm testing microphones out to see if it is plausible for us to do video. A snap. So we are at Craft Parenting Podcast on all your major social medias. I don't know if you said at Craft Parenting Podcast. I think you just said we're on major social medias. We are at Craft Parenting Podcast. And... um, we have a website, www.craftbrandingpodcast.com. Leave us a rating and review on Apple, Spotify, wherever you can rate and review us. If you don't like this episode, listen to like 20 more and then decide whether or not you like them. If you have complaints, you Send should... them to the Raging Hop at Raging Hop on Twitter. Yes, do that. I am at Craft Parenting Joe on Instagram. And I am at Caroline Creates Craft. And I post beers that I drink. I post crafts occasionally. And sometimes behind the scene podcast stuff. Yes. Maybe. Mostly I just send reels to friends. All right. Is there anything else? Did I I get it all? I think so. Go drink some beer in your backyard or like the backyard of a city that's almost two hours away from you. I don't know. You do you. Go drink the beer. But drink responsibly and don't drink and drive.
I hit the wrong button. 